Hey everybody, welcome to the final episode of Loki episode six review here on the DVC pod. Um, Phil, this is your second viewing of the day Correct. we just had. Is it number two. I have like, I'm getting out of the shower or just waking up and Phil's already said, I've seen it already. <laughs> I'm like, what? Like you, you were up way earlier than I was. Um, I, I'm, I'm amazed at this episode. Okay. It did everything everybody wanted. And then almost nothing of what any of everybody wanted at the same time. Right. I was kind of like what I was telling you when you were like, did you write notes for this? I was like, I have pages of notes with questions for like what this means, you know, (laughs) versus actual like commentary. So, yeah, I mean, much like this episode, we're going to try to talk through it linearly, but much like the sacred timeline, it jumps all over the place. Time is a circle. uh, Synopsis. Not a a, a straight line. (laughs) Anymore. Um, first thing I noticed was the Marvel opening. It was very different. Had the Marvel yeah, no, the intro to this was really cool. That. Uh, had a lot of quotes from the past, uh, Marvel movies and was playing the song that played at the end of Endgame or spoiler, sorry, spoiler Endgame, uh, <laughs> where, where Steve, uh, Steve Rogers stayed back in time and was dancing with Peggy. That was the song. Um, they also mixed in though, some quotes mm-hmm. from, uh, historical figures. Like I know uh, there's something from uh, Nelson Mandela in there and stuff like that. So. But they were doing that while they mm. were – I mean, the images to me was jumping from, like, one universe to another and then forming into what you think was the sacred timeline circling around the the, the building, which I think was referred to, referred to as the Citadel at the end of time. The yeah. Citadel, yes. So I thought the cool yeah. it was a cool opening. It kind of set the tone. So, yeah. It was obviously like, okay, this is for real now. We have these historic moments, and it felt yeah. kind of powerful. Um, so the center didn't look like the quantum realm no. to me. Right, it just looked like somewhere in a nexus yeah. of space. I, I mean, generic background type of thing. Um, I, at first, I meant, oh, was that the sacred timeline going around the castle? And, I, and apparently, it was, or the citadel. And yes, it was because it showed that mm-hmm. later on. Um, a couple interesting uh, comments here. Um, I mean, it just jumped right into it, which was, I yeah. was happy. There was no like. That was one thing I have to say. The right episode, the just kind of the flow of it, was not what I was expecting. I thought it was going to be building up to who we were going to meet. And it kind of like went right into it, which is nice. I thought it was a good change. Right. The meeting was the whole yeah. episode, all 38 <laughs> yeah. minutes or whatever the runtime was on it. It was good. Um, so, you know, they get right to the castle and we're, we're ready to find out what's on the other side, right? They have a little bit of dialogue on the outside, not particularly funny or anything else. It was just kind of characterish. They had two statues right on the outside. I thought that was, I thought that was going to be something. One of them had like a face of like a clock or something else like that. I noticed, but it turned out to be mm-hmm. nothing. Maybe some smarter people could tell me what that actually means. If it meant anything. Um, and then Miss Minutes yep. shows up and I thought it's almost like a jump scare. Really interesting. <laughs> she just like popped up. It's like, yeah. Oh. Right. It's like, hello. Yes. Yeah, so now once, once we started to go through the rest of the episode, I never really thought about Miss Minutes dialogue and what it all meant. Cause it was kind of strange. It was basically she shows up. He says he is impressed. Who he who remains? Then he try to make a deal with Loki and Sylvie, and uh, offers Loki like you do. Know, you can be the king of Asgard or the throne of have the throne of Asgard. They have the Infinity Gauntlet. You can kill Thanos. You can take over New York. You can own everything. You can be amazing. And then Sylvie, you can lead a normal life with memories and blah 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 blah. Um, and they can have two Lokis, and you can make it work together. Yeah. And then they turn down the offer, and they continue. Um, so this is one of the branch off moments is we know what happens, right? So, you know, the, uh, what he who remains, we'll get to that in a moment. Um, doesn't want them to go back into the timeline. 
he wants him to do something else. So what was the motivation? I'm not sure if it was just to make the viewer question things. Um, I don't know if it's sort of putting some doubt in their minds about what they really wanted. Because if you looked at their faces, Loki seemed a little bit like kind of considering it or like, huh? Whereas she was like, no, we want free will. And he's like, yeah, no, no, we're here to, we're, we're here to do that. So I don't know if that was kind of just planting the seeds to then connect to the, the final offer that they get later on in the episode. But otherwise it, yeah, it kind of seemed like if they already knew what was going to happen, what was the point of it? But. And then um, I forget the actual dialogue. Uh, Ravona was, was she talked to Miss Minutes or something, downloading something. And then he, she says, she says, well, he wanted to give you this because it would help you learn something yeah. better instead. And he's like, he who? And then she just like ran away like, ha ha ha, yeah. didn't mean to say that. Yeah, we know. So, yeah. So in, in last episode, uh, Renslayer asked her to get all the information on the, like the creation of time and the creation of the TVA. So instead right. she got something else from, she just kept, Miss Minutes just kept saying he, I'm assuming it's the same he who remains, gave her this information, which we see ahead. She, I guess, uses that information to go through a, a portal at the end and kind of leave. So I, I don't know if this was like a backup plan of his or why she got this information um, and what she did with it, where she went, you know, that was one of my big questions. Well, that, that's yeah, one of that's the one last of questions. questions so so yeah, we'll get there uh, towards the end. Um, okay. Then Sylvie and Loki enter a room with a broken statue. Yeah, I there were, I guess, four statues, was, thought... three were still standing and one was fallen. So I don't know if it was representing the three, timekeepers that were still there and the one was the a fallen timekeeper or something i don't know i assume there was some symbolism to i don't it. know what it, <laughs> yeah i was like this is going to show up again because obviously they've got this big citadel they're yeah. going to be chasing through it and going through traps and like it's going to be like a, a yeah. zelda cat you know level type of thing never never came up again but i had that note i thought that kind of stood out to me um then they enter the room, the door opens, and out pops out the he who remains, who is obviously the actor that's eventually going to play yes, Kang Jonathan Majors. in um, Quantumania. So we're going to name him Kang. Um, Just because it's easier to say, I think. They never, yes. They never mentioned his name, right? And we know, we know obviously we know who it is because he's casted to be that character. Um, he references later, I've been known by many names, a uh, ruler, a conqueror, ha, yeah. ha, ha, and then like, you know, so, okay, yes, we, we know who it is. Um, and, you know, what I, what I kind of thought was, it's kind of interesting, so he blinks around because he knew he was going to swing yeah. their swords, and he kind of had this whole dialogue where he explains why he can, you can't kill him because he knows how everything is. He hands him transcripts of what they're going to say. He says he's just a man of flesh and blood. Um, I like how he called them both Loki and then later on called one Sylvie yeah. and one Loki type of thing. I kind of picked that up. So that was the big reveal. So what were you feeling as soon as that happened? Yeah. Cause we've been predicting this or asking about, or thinking about this. Yeah. We were predicting like, what, well, and I think, you know, both, both of us were kind of thinking maybe it would be in a post credit scene or like he'd get mentioned or something. But I, I mean, I was personally surprised that we're only like 10 minutes into the episode. And he's already in it. Like not, not even. I think it. I mean, we could go in. It's yeah, probably whatever. five. So I was. In. I don't know. Surprised that it was him already. I was super excited about it mm -hmm. because it's like, all right, they're not messing around. There's, this isn't another Ralph Boner. Oh, here we uh, go. No, this is really the character, and I was really excited to see him. And just one comment: I thought his acting was like amazing. I thought he was awesome in this. 
He was like, oh, yeah. I mean, they, they say like, what is it? The actors who like chew on the scene or whatever. like he was just like, he went all in on this character and how he played it and everything it was great. Well, I mean, I think this is the only time he gets to play Kang this yeah. way, but more yeah. on that later. So it's, as soon as he got that reveal, um, he gets him into his office, mm-hmm. I guess. It switches back to Mobius versus Renslayer. Mobius shows up in Renslayer's office. Um, he knows her secret. Kind of, they go back and forth, and you know, um, B fifteen is jumping back into twenty eighteen Fremont, Ohio, and it's the real uh, Ravona Renslayer named Rebecca. She's a principal or yeah, some, teacher something out of something school. Yep. Out of school, which is where the pen came from. And yep, so that, that, I thought that was a pretty interesting tidbit. And then some of the other guards are like, "Oh yeah. snap!" Right, and I, I guess kind of start piecing things together. Um, What's interesting, I find that she's been there for a very long time, yet she was a variant in yeah. 2018. So that kind of shows the depth yeah. of the TVA, I guess. And just how, how another um, example of how time is not linear. Exactly. So it gets you thinking, like, oh, just stop thinking about it. It's just not going to make sense. A um, couple things. So we now we go back to the, um, the whole act or the dialogue between Kang and the Lokis. King explains why he knows everything already and he paved the way for the Lokis to get there. So it's kind of like this little setup and kind of dialogue. Um, did you have any like pickups from this initial speech? And this is before um, Mobius attacks Renslayer. Yeah. So just that the whole thing was orchestrated for them to get there. Like this was the mm-hmm. end. This was his end plan, right? Was for the, them to, to get there. And then the only other thing was again, planning a little dissension. I don't know if it was on purpose but he mentions to Sylvie, can you trust anyone? And I think that played a role later. So that was the only other tidbit I had from there. Yeah. Other than obviously just explaining things. So the, the interesting part comes after the next scene. But uh, first, um, see, Moby attacks Renslayer. She puts him down. Renslayer goes off to, to quote unquote, find free yeah. will, which I thought was interesting. I don't know what that means. Yeah. We can, I have questions at the end. We can kind of punt it prior to the that. Future. He, he, asked her, he says, we need to give people free will. And she's saying only one person has free will, the one in charge. But then she goes off in search yep. of free will. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't, like you said, we'll talk about that later, what that means. Is she, is she calling the leader, quote unquote, free will? Yeah. That's who it is. So she's searching free will yeah, as a person maybe. rather than a philosophy or whatever. Um, what was interesting, though, you could see the panic in Renslayer. Like her whole life is being dashed. She doesn't know who to believe, but she's sticking to the only thing. Yeah, she I mean, she's, knows, I think she right? uses the term like so, maybe the TVA was a necessary lie. You know, like this is kind of had to be set up the yeah. way it was. So, yeah, I, I get it that it's not what I thought it was, but maybe maybe we still need to stick with it. We'll be back after a quick break. Hey parents. Yeah, you. Are you looking for a podcast your kids will really love? Well, we made one just for you. And for us. As genuine, all-natural kids ourselves, we know what makes a fun and interesting podcast. So we decided to make it ourselves. Every show is packed with interviews, stories, and on-the-ground reporting. We have interviewed everyone from scientists to Grammy Award-winning musicians to NFL quarterbacks. Listen to Wild Interest wherever you get your podcasts. Here's my prediction. I'm going to throw one in right now at 10 minutes or 11 minutes into the show. Um, this is the beginning of Renslayer falling in love or beginning a relationship with Kang Variant, yeah. whatever we find out. 
Like she's going to go and search with them and she's willing to believe in the lie, believe in whatever, right? That she could easily just fall for him and not understand like Sylvie's hatred for him of like taking right. away free will. Well, and if, if she thinks she's the person like in charge has free will, if I can rule with him, then I sort of, it gets me free will at least too. Yeah. So she's kind of like hugging power and you can kind of see, I, I think we've all been like, oh, that's Renslayer. That's the, you know, we can't, it has to be Kang because that's her, that, you know, that's their, their, their lovers and yeah, a whole lot of things in the comics. comics so yeah. there's, there's a big interrelation between right. the two. But I think what we're going to find out is we're going to see the start of that relationship. Not that the relationship right. has been ongoing, which I thought, I don't think anybody expected. Right. I, I don't think anybody said like, you know, this will happen rather than, Oh, it has right. to happen. Maybe she just got mind wiped or whatever. So I think that's going to be interesting. Um, so then the really interesting things, like this whole show has been dialogue. This, this whole season has been really just mm-hmm. good storytelling and not a lot of action. And the action scenes are, have been, I don't want to say the worst <laughs> part of the show because worse is better, but they, the least. Yeah, they kind of just break up the dialogue. <laughs> yeah. Energy. yeah, I mean, like it, it really never served any purpose other than to I'd be like, okay, let's get back to the more interesting things. So um, the, he who remains, Kang, Mr. Kang said, uh, you know, he's a human from the 31st mm-hmm. century. Um, I don't know if they're actually ever going to go into his lineage as it is. Yeah, the so there's books. a lot in the comic books about that, but that does. That is the same in the comic books that his character was Nathaniel Richards in yes. the 31st century, who is actually a descendant of Reed Richards from the Fantastic Four. So who knows if they're going to play that connection or not. But who knows if that's going to be a thing. Yep. Uh, we'll see who they're the yeah. cast for Reed Richards. Um, that might give us a hint. Um, so 31st century, he discovered the multiverse. He invented the tech. He found he discovered that universes stack upon each other. Um, they started talking to each other, exchanging stuff, and it's just peace, and everybody's loving and mm-hmm. everything else, right? Um, I, I basically, it seemed like it was he was only talking to himself, so it was only himself exchanging information. There wasn't yeah. like multiple people type of thing. And then all of a sudden, they started as as any with any human greed starts, and some variants were not as wholesome as other variants, and that was the actual start of the multiversal yep. war. Which I thought, yeah. Was, so I th- was interesting. So I think it was interesting that the whole like bad. propaganda video at the beginning with Miss Minutes explaining the multiverse war. Everyone's like, "Oh, well, that that's not true, then, right?" If the whole TV is a lie, but it did actually happen. Maybe not the exact same way it was framed in the mm-hmm. in the the propaganda video, but it wasn't necessarily completely false. Yeah. So it's just a bunch of kings fighting each other. Apparently, uh, we don't, and we don't know how like extensive those wars were. Was it all kind of like in a, you know space somewhere fighting each other or like worlds being blown up um were there armies or was it just kind of natural disaster-esque stuff maybe maybe we'll find out as the multiverse unfolds um so he discovered he he told how he finished a war and the start of the tva which i thought was kind of interesting kind of predictable but like um essentially he discovered Eliath. He experiments on him, weaponizes it, uses that to destroy all the other variants, and creates a TVA, a bureaucracy, just like we all say, to easily manage the yep. timeline and all the other stuff. Um, and he did. We he didn't do that. We we were all predicting he did that to rule. He did that to you know contain power or any of this other stuff. The the Kang that this variant of Kang mm-hmm. that we we first were introduced to. He seems altruistic, right? He, this is like, you know, we've all done bad things, but this is the best thing for everybody. It's peace and stability. That was his only goal. It wasn't power over anything. He didn't seem like he was lording over. He's just like, this is what I'm maintaining. Yeah. 
I think even though like when he was talking about Um, when there was still peace between the different variants, he did say there's peace. It was kind of pompous and egotistical peace. So he definitely still has that like ego and he wants to be right and wants to be in charge, Mm -hmm. but it's not to like be purposely, you know, mean to people and have slaves and things like, you know, it wasn't like that. It's just that he thinks he's, he knows what's best and it's best for him to be in charge. Right. So um, of course, as, as all, you know, dictators yeah. are so he's a benevolent yeah. dictator at, at the very least and I, his 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 acting was really interesting because he was more of like a jester yeah. than anything else cracking jokes being relaxed he wasn't like a commanding yeah. villain or whatever you want to call him he was kind of like tired yeah. and like i've seen this before oh this is interesting kind of stuff which yeah i, I thought it was a really yeah, it's definitely a big contrast when everyone's like oh kang's going to be the next big bad kind of comparing it to thanos who's obviously you know completely different attitudes and stuff like that yeah yes but but (laughs) but, um he he says if you think i'm the devil wait till you meet my variants so he goes to this whole thing um where he basically offers two solutions to them says either you go away and i take over or or i kind of do my own thing or you two take over and i retire and go off somewhere and he goes into I, I don't really I didn't really follow through the whole pitch of why it has to be them. He didn't yeah. really go deep into well, it. He it said he did. Like, he ran all the simulations, and we like you even yes. mentioned you saw one like a blackboard with mathematical equations and stuff like that. And mm. he was trying to figure out who is the person that could replace him because he says he's old and tired. He needs somebody to replace him. And at the end, what he found out is actually isn't one person; it's two people, and it's meant to be Loki and Sylvie. So that's why he orchestrated the whole thing to get them there. Yep. He mentioned he lived a million yeah. lifetimes, which is a lot. And we don't know how he stays alive, this whole thing. But, he's, but he says you know, he's a lot older than he looks. And he's tired. And so, yeah, so he leaves it with them saying, okay, you have the choice. You can either kill me and see what replaces me kind of naturally in the timeline thing. Mm-hmm. Or we agree that you take over and kind of keep the, the charade of the, the TVA going to maintain that. So up until this point, yeah, so up until this point, like a lot of this is predictable, mm-hmm. right? As soon as we hit like it's Kang, like everything starts mm-hmm. setting into place. The offer of two Loki's taking over might have been kind of predictable, only because there's a people predicted yeah. Loki might be the man behind the curtain, so to speak. So that could have been a variant that he was looking at and kind of played with that, but it didn't, or at least not at this time, anyway. Um, and then it was kind of funny, like the music kind of stopped and turned yeah. a little ominous. It says we just crossed a yeah. threshold. And, and that's where he kind of like, I, you know, oh, I exactly. don't know what's going to happen yeah. now. I've never <laughs> recorded this before. So um, the Lokis start fighting each other because basically Sylvie wants to kill him. Loki wants to. Or at least think him. about it. Like, let's like, chill for yeah, like exactly. two minutes. Let's like figure out a plan, you know, because, you know, Sylvie's always been like headstrong and just kind of d- dove into things uh, violently all the times. So um, there's a whole the whole Loki fight. Uh, Sylvie's filled with rage, and then Loki says, "I don't want a throne. I just want you to be okay." They kiss, and then she opens up a door and kicks yep. Loki out. And now he's back to the TVA somewhere. Um, Sylvie kills Kang. Kang winks and says, "See you soon." But it's not him that we're going to see soon. It's yeah. one of his variants, right? So what? Why? When I said at the beginning, top of the show, what what we found that was interesting was what I found was interesting was you know at the top of the show I said you know we got everything we wanted and not anything yeah. we wanted because so they didn't reveal Kang yeah right they just revealed a guy that looks like a Kang and he was just kind of just 
kind of like old Loki. He just kind of yeah. went away somewhere and chilled out and let things kind of just do what they need to do to survive, so to speak. Um, they won't name Kang until one dominant version of Kang kind of comes out of all of this in um, the future. We'll, we'll talk yeah. about that in just a minute. Um, so the, our, our Kang dies. We go look outside and literally see branches yeah. off the timeline. Like it's a visual, like, and we also happening. notice, um, or at least I did that after a little, like a minute, Sylvie kind of collapses and in grief, or I don't know the best way to describe it, but it's kind of like, I don't know what she realized. Did she maybe realize, Oh wait, what did I do? Maybe I should have listened to Loki or is it just more it's done. This is what I wanted done. I don't know. It was, but it, she definitely, it wasn't like a celebratory I, thing. You know, it was kind of like, yeah, I mean, like, I think I only took it as like typically when a person gets their revenge after doing it for yeah. know, thousands of years. Cause there was a, there was a throwaway line that says I got pruned way before you were ever, right. you ever existed type of thing. So that's yeah, thousands yeah. of years. She's been planning this, I guess. Right. Cause this Loki is only like what? 8,000 years old, 9,000 years. I don't know. Thor said his one age point, yeah. at one point in one of the movies, whatever it might be. Um, so I took the whole scene as like, I'm done. Oh, it doesn't right. feel good. I'm still kind of like, I, I feel like crap yeah. still. So I, I kind of took it as that where, you know, we'll find yep. out more who knows when. Um, and then Loki is back in the TVA. He runs to find Mobius. He says, I don't know what we did. We did something really bad. And you planned it, blah, blah, blah. He gets all panicky and Mobius is like, hey, hey, relax. What unit are you from? I don't know you. What unit are you from? You're like, uh-oh. Yeah. Things aren't the same. We're not in Kansas yeah, anymore. Yeah, and I don't know when that shift um, happened because right before that, you do see Mobius and B-15 talking in that main lobby area saying like there's no turning back now and B-15 says who said anything about turning back so they seem to kind of at that point know what was going on and i don't know if there was the the camera work when loki was running past the the bookshelves if that was supposed to signify like here's mm -hmm. where the shift happens and now he's in like the new world well i mean it might not necessarily i mean the, the timeline might be divergent yeah. and now they're just doing their normal yeah. job right it could be the same thing we just led to believe that you know with that with all the stuff going on that um this is just what their yep. normal day at work type of thing but we don't know yet so anyway everything's changed because there's no more time keepers there's a time mm -hmm. keeper and it's actually the face of kang the conqueror yeah. or whoever version of kang from the comic books i've read that there's yeah, a whole yeah. bunch of different ones and um it's only him so his ego has been you know taken over like the dead kang kang v1 was kind of like i don't need to be in the spotlight i'm just kind of doing this behind the scenes this king's like this is my yeah. stuff now and um so and that was the end of the mm -hmm. episode right and of course we got the thing oh loki will come back in yeah. season two so there's gonna be a season two about this which is pretty cool uh, is this the first disney plus Thing that we've got to confirm it is yeah i think right? from what i understand i don't know if anything's officially officially been said but the thought was wandavision's was definitely only going to be one season and then it seemed like falcon and the winter soldier was they're not sure it was going to see how it played out or not so this is definitely the first thing we've that's been confirmed for a season and confirmed. my understanding it's at least in pre-production already and stuff like that if not already having something's filmed so yeah so here here we go so First question I have for you, Phil, is what did Miss Minutes give Renslayer that allowed her to do? Like he said, he will do give you something that lets you do your job better or something like that. I forget the exact line. 
Uh, what do you think she? So I think it was something that explained what was going on and what she needed to do to get outside of the timeline of what was going to happen. I, I, for lack of a better word, this she was his backup plan. That if the Lokis didn't take his offer because he didn't know, right? It ran out at some point that he would need some protection or something like that. So I think it was a way for her to get out of this before the reset happened or whatever. His third yeah, option. Like option C type thing that he didn't mention to the other, to the Lokis. That's, that's pretty good speculation. Cause I couldn't come up with an answer in the 20 <laughs> minutes since that she said that, but like, I'm thinking like, that's basically going to allow her to search mm-hmm. for him somewhere in the timeline. Cause he's dead yeah. at the end of the timeline, but he's still alive somewhere in the timeline. Right. Um, and maybe that's kind of a way to reset everything. Yeah. Who knows? Because uh, he did talk about he had, did have a line about reincarnation yeah. too, in that. And I don't know if that's just his another variant is his reincarnation or he. I took it to mean that just that like you come back as different things or whatever, not necessarily like that specific life would come back. But who knows? But he did say I uh, I wrote this down. I end up I always end up back here. Yeah. So. I don't know if that's him actually coming back there or, um, you know, the whole multiverse of madness, right? So that's, that's the next level playing field. We just got introduced to the new, the new ball game and um, is the ultimate goal. Cause I could see it coming out. Like if, if Kang's storyline goes beyond multiple Mm -hmm. phases, right? So we, we, you know, Dr. Strange and Spider-Man are hinted to have all this stuff in it. Um, so my question to you before we go into um, anything else about season two of Loki and Loki's personal thing, this is like your realm of all the questions yeah. that you have, right? So I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a question: How long does the multiverse war last in the MCU phases? Let's say. Yeah, it's a really good question, and that's one thing I'm wondering was like how present is it? Because like, yeah, we know it's it, you know our understanding is it's going to have an impact in Spider Man. And Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, and we know Kang's in Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania. But like, does this impact the Eternals? Does this impact, you know, the Hawkeye show and stuff like that? Like, so I don't know if it's going to be like this is just one part of what's going on, and then there's other things. Or, but there's also so much more going on. Like, there's the shows and the movies and stuff. It's not like even in the past when you know, like, see, Phase Four seems like it's going to have as much contact content as like the first three season phases put together. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be, here's, here's kind of like, I don't know, understand, or I don't get yet the pace yeah. of the storyline. Is this going to be like, you know, you know, Hawkeye takes place after Endgame, obviously it's, I'm assuming current, current day on earth. So are we going to get like multiple levels of storylines? Like here's the, you know, how Netflix was the yeah. street level Marvel characters like back like six years ago or whatever, like, um, um, daredevil yeah. and Punisher were all doing their thing. Was is this going to be like we're going to have like a Hawkeye like just Marvel stories and you know that type of thing, or is it that going to be separate from like all the multiverse stuff? Like you could have the Spider Man thing with all that stuff leaking in, and then like that could be like ten yeah, minutes yeah. part of the movie, and you're like, what was that? And it goes on, but it's tidbits. Doctor Strange obviously is going to be like all about this, uh, but how does like? Do we end with Fantastic Four, which is what, 2025, 26? Somewhere around there. Somewhere think actually. in that area, like five years from now, essentially. Are we going to get five years in multiverse storylines? 
Because like like you said, Eternals, like I, I find it hard to believe that you just release ca- this character and the multiverse upon co- pop culture and then ignore right. it. Right, because Loki's been uber popular throughout the internet, right, and everywhere. They're all they're talking about it. Can you go from that to be like, okay, Eternals were just some gods living on Earth for hundreds of or tens of thousands of years, whatever it is, and we fought some bad guys. We have an Avengers reference, and then uh, yeah, that's it. Or is it that everything's connected, right? And like this this event almost like reset the playing field. Everything's different, you know. Because even with the Eternals, the way big question is like well, why weren't they helping in the Battle of New York and helping with Thanos? It's like, well, did this event trigger, like, waking them up or something like up. that? Or so, so, I don't know. Or is So mm. I feel like it's going to, at a minimum, subtly impact everything. But I don't know. But at the I same so. time, you know, like, not every movie in, first, in the first three phases featured Thanos, right? It ultimately built to that. We had some things that didn't, you know. Well, you, you, it was yeah. all story like you're building yeah. the Avengers. You need the Avengers to fight Thanos, right? And you know, we Avengers. know side are... side story. They're building up uh, the Thunderbolts, right? Like, so obviously that's going to happen on the sideline. But are ultimately they going to be involved in fixing the timeline? Like, I don't know. Is it is that like kind of be the building storyline? It has to go together yeah. somehow because you can't just have these storylines that just ha- like you know. Black Widow was Black Widow versus kind of a minor yeah. villain, right? The villain, it was like it basically encapsulated the single. There's a bad guy. You went, you fought the bad guy. The bad guy's yeah. neutralized. Yeah. End of story, right? There was a full, it was a contained storyline, kind of a window into yeah. the Marvel universe, and everybody's happy with it. But we moved on, like we we talked about right. last week. And now you have Yelena coming out of it, though, right? Yeah. And she's going to be part of the future. But like, yeah, the story was basically self-contained. Where where does yeah. it all come together? Like, how does the multiverse affect yeah. Earth? Because obviously, yeah. King is from Earth, but from a thousand years from now, type of thing. So. That's going to be interesting how they weave those stories together. How they, how do they keep the fans' attention from like we just introduced this massive mm-hmm. thing? Like there's now versions of everything yeah. all over the place. But please concentrate to this tiny little story right here after we just gave you a taste of this amazing yeah. thing. So that's why I'm really curious about Eternals. Like, can you create another storyline with other villains? Because they're going to talk about celestials yeah. and deviants and all and all these people. Is that is the multiverse just a method to wake up the other big people, and then that's the storyline? Now, where like all these other hmm. massively powerful agents kind of come in and you know introduce the X Men and Silver Surfer, and that's how they yeah. all get together, and you kind of you now increase the plane of power. Is that how they're going to weave? I don't know. Yeah, I'm like very are all those celestials because... beyond like the timeline, right? So they didn't really care that there was multiverses yeah. and the timeline thing was going on. We're above that, right? So is are they now going to be like, all right, well, what are you doing over here, Kang? Like, you know, I don't know. I mean, we can't forget about uh, Wanda being a Nexus being, right? So there's no variance of her. She's the only yeah. one. I mean, I think and, that's definitely uh, going to be key. And I don't know if that's the key element of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is getting Wanda, knowing that she's a Nexus being. I actually made me think the the post-credit scene in the last episode of WandaVision when she's going through the Darkhold and all that stuff. And at the end, she kind of looks up. And I'm wondering if that looking up is like when this, um, the multiverse started happening, like that kind of was, she was like, Oh, like, you know, something like that. But that is an excellent point. I hope you're the only person on the internet that <laughs> thought about that. We, you can take credit for it, um, on social media. Okay. So 
we can't really talk about the future of Marvel because there's smarter <laughs> comic book nerds than us that can probably guess a couple things. Uh, we're not that type of show. Uh, we're just two dudes that love these shows. Um, so what does Loki, Loki do now? What, what are you predicting that – where does he go? Where does his character arc take him? Whatever – what is his – is he is he gonna be like I gotta go get Sylvie back, or is like I gotta go fix everything now? Like, I think I don't I don't know. I mean, I think it, they really left it hanging. Like it's in this like tough question. He, he's in this new universe. He's got to figure out like is he gonna have to wake up Mobius again? Or I mean, I think giving him because Sylvie got trapped at the end too, right? Or at least we left her there. Um, right. She's just sitting in so, the middle of everything. I mean, she might not even be affected yeah, by the time at this point, right? Cause she's so, out of it. I mean, the only thing he might be able to think to do is to try to go after her again. So I think that could be a plot line. Um, but I don't Maybe. know. I feel like it's got, is that an interesting it's be one? Big, I mean, that could be like the first episode that can't be the whole season though. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. So I don't know. I mean, I assume it's him trying to fix things right. And adapting to what happened. And, but I don't know. I'm really curious. Do we know and when? That, that's my big question is when does season two take place? Because we know. It's got to be like a year from now, right? It could be. Another yeah, I mean, I was event. trying to think of the movies that we know uh, impact or impact part of the multiverse or whatever. So we know Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is March of 2022. And then we know Ant-Man yep. and the Wasp Quantumania is February of 2023. So does Loki season two happen between those two? Or does it not happen? I thought Ant Man was yeah, sooner, or does or does season two not happen until after Ant Man? So, so we've got at least three movies between now and Ant Man, right? So we've got Eternals. Yeah, I mean, if you want me to go through everything, so we have Shang Chi yeah. in September, Eternals in right. November, yep. Spider Man No Way Home in December, Doctor Strange in March, Thor: Love and Thunder in May, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever in July. The Marvels in November 22, then Ant-Man in Feb of 23, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 in May of 23. I know. It's like so many things. So it's like, to your point, though, is this everything going to be involving this or are some of them self-contained? I I don't know. We'll be back after a quick break. Moving is right up there with death and divorce in the Stress Olympics. But fear not. Turn that box of woes into a crate of woes with moving tips in the Life Beyond Boxes podcast with Premium Q Moving. Dive into the world of hassle-free moves, learn tips and tricks to save on cash and your sanity. Say goodbye to those moving meltdowns and hello to the smooth sailings. Or should we say smooth movings? Tune into Life Beyond Boxes with Premium Q Moving on lifebeyondboxes.com or find us on your favorite podcast platform. And with us, unpack the secrets to a stress-free move. I, I don't. I mean, we don't even know where they're going, right? They don't. They haven't even put a movie out that's post Endgame yet. We've just gotten these like shows, so we don't know how they're yeah. setting that up. So the Eternals is going to show us a lot of things. Uh, Shang Chi is going to be interesting because it shows a lot of different yeah. little tidbits. But it looks like a self-contained story that's introducing. Right, it's introducing him, and right? it's kind of like and a couple others that might. You know, Abomination was shown in that, and he supposedly joins the Thunderbolts, and so it seems like more. That's more of that building yeah. up that storyline, but how does that all connect? So we're getting like a fake Avengers kind of team building. And then up, in the right? shows are also introducing the new Avengers where you have like, you know, the Wanda and Vision's kids and Hawkeye's daughter and all these things. Yeah, the, the young, young Avengers. Avengers. So I don't know. 
So, I mean, if they're if they build up enough mm-hmm. content, then you can have things that ignore yeah the multiverse storyline because you can have these different power level fights. And like, if you have Thunderbolts rolling running around, kind of as like a black ops kind of yeah. sketchy superhero team, then you can maybe get the old Avengers coming back to kind of, or whoever the new yeah. adult Avengers are. Right? I don't think they're going to put the young Avengers fighting up with these people. Um, maybe that's a storyline that's being told with everything else kind of going in the yeah. background. Uh, but yeah, Shang Chi is basically, I think, kind of like an Iron Man or Thor one type of movie. Introduces the character, self-contained show, gives them the the back background and kind of introduce yeah. kind of some plot lines that continue the rolling on down the line type of thing. Um, Doctor Strange, I think, is going to be a key movie all next year. Like the Wakanda stuff is going to be another introductory yeah. storyline. Um, Spider Man is going to be really awesome. Are they that? That's one that I think a lot of people are going to talk about. Is you know the new Spider-Man, is he going to be the next um, right. Iron Man type of thing? Which just because of his tech, but he's still t- too much yeah. of a kid, right? He's probably in college yeah. at this point then, I would imagine, if they skip a couple years type of thing, but he's still not, you know, 30-something yeah. years old type of person. Are we going to see Robert Downey Jr. again because of the multiverse? I mean, I think we, I think everything's on the table now. Even all the people that said, of course. You know, like, oh, I'm not, I'm never playing Steve Rogers again, or I'm never, you know, I'm not, I'm done with Tony Stark or whatever. But yeah, I don't know if they'll ever do like full movies, but I'd, I'd be shocked if they don't do a cameo or something at some point. The, these guys, uh, I mean, there's some actors that can just bury these characters and move on, like, um, like Harrison Ford <laughs> almost did with Han Solo, but they always yeah. come back because it's probably it's a big chunk yeah. of their life. It was like the last 15 ish years, especially if you can come back just for like six months, like probably get paid like five million bucks or whatever and like just have fun with it like why not i am i'm all about them going on finding other roles doing different movies being somebody else i mean i get that break but like once that's all done and you kind of stretch your legs a little bit you're like "Hmm, these movies are still pretty good Uh, marvel universe (laughs) yeah i had fun and they pay well um okay so season two so season two because we we started talking about this and we got on a tangent because we love tangents on these shows so season two loki comes out let's say next year just like the mandalorian is like you know it took a year off but it's because the book of boba fett's coming in its place in december so let's say loki comes out sometime after well you said doctor strange was what march or may last year first half of the year Uh, doctor strange is march 25th 2022 okay so let's say loki comes out after doctor Mm -hmm. strange it's like next basically next year is do we get because I think uh, Sylvie is now a mm-hmm. character, right? I think she now can survive on her own. You can give her her own movie, her own plot, side plot in any movie coming up or any show coming up. Uh, we've got our Loki that might be in any of those movies. You don't know if he doesn't pop up, right? And that might – any kind of cameo or side kind of scenes in any of the movies might be the premise that leads into season yeah. two. Um. So my guess, and you can tell me if you agree or you have a better idea, is you get these movies, things are happening, and uh, Loki shows up in one of them, most likely Doctor Strange, to either explain things or whatever. Because they might be able to completely ignore the multiverse as everything gets set up because this is happening up somewhere else and it hasn't hit Earth yet. Yeah, is it that or do or has it changed and they, like now they're in the new sacred timeline and they don't really realize things have changed or – I don't, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I, it, it, I don't know how it's going to impact things. Cause that, that's why I don't think they can ignore it because even the TV yeah, exactly. has changed yeah. now. So what does that mean for the, everything else? 
So we can go in circles of trying to guess what that is. But I think Loki's going to show up probably in Mm -hmm. one of those movies. The the two or three movies. That's kind of, he's going to say something or do something or whatever. And um, most likely Doctor Strange. And then they're going to use his show as a bridge to setting up the next arcs of whatever other stuff Mm -hmm. that's coming out. Because there, there hasn't been an announcement of um, like the new group, right? Like, there was a bunch of different individual movies, but that all led to yeah. Avengers. Like, you had Captain America: Civil War, which is a huge movie that had everybody in it. it was it featured Cap, but it was yeah. everybody, right? It could have been an Avengers movie, essentially. Um, but there was no like yet, anyway, tie-in movie that's like okay, the Avengers, Avengers end game like that was yeah. like the backbone of everything right so we haven't had that yet do you think any of the movies coming up are going to be the vehicles to do like the main storyline type of thing or do you think they're just all going to mesh together i think at somehow? some point they're going to mesh together but i think there are going to be ones that identifies that core I, I think dr strange is going to be the first one although i think the eternals is a total curveball like what that could be but you know i think we're going to have uh, a whole discussion. But on I that think movie, uh, Doctor I think. Strange, like that's the one everyone's kind of looking forward to. I mean, probably just because it has the word multiverse in it. But I think that's that's, all, that's almost like right I think now, the one yeah. that's really going to set like where are we going for here? But yeah, no, it's a good, are, they, are they going to have an Avengers 4 or 5 or whatever that just features new people but are still like a group name versus an individual name? Pull up those movies again. What comes out the second half of next year? Uh, so starting in well, Thor is May, Black Panthers July, The Marvels is November, and then Ant Man and the Wasp is the Feb- February twenty three. So Ant Man and the Wasp definitely because we know yeah. Kang is going to be in that. That might be the that's definite kickoff point. Though I can't see them using Ant Man as like the main vehicle because he's not like a Captain America. Right. He's right? kind of the the funny sidekick more. By the way, attractionality this weekend with MCU. We're oh, doing yeah. the votes on it. It's going to be awesome. Um, in, in Captain America, I was high on my list, but we'll talk about that at another time. So, uh, we're gonna if if Loki is next summer of next year, you're bridging straight into the Marvels. And Marvels is basically Captain Marvel and Miss um, Marvel. What's Ms. her Marvel. name uh, from from WandaVision? Where she yeah, got her Photon. Powers. Yes, and then Ms. Marvel was looking for uh, from the show. Yeah. Yeah. So th- those are going to be, that's a space yeah. show, right? Cause they have these superpowers, right? So something, somebody with Miss Marvel's or Captain Marvel's um, power mm-hmm. level, you need a something to fight, have her to fight that kind of yeah. matches her. It's like basically like Superman versus like some dude on the street. <laughs> you, don't, yeah. you don't have that fight, right? Like you need a Superman level villain doomsday to fight him. Right. So, there's gonna, there has to be something yeah. that they're fighting, right? Something's going on, and that could be, you know, I mean, the time it could be that, or it could be what the Eternals are, right? It could be with the the Titans and stuff like that. But who knows? Right, but I'm just saying Loki has to bridge. I would imagine sets up, okay, that because that's how Kevin Feige yeah. works, right? He everything sets up the next thing, at least just a little bit, or introduces somebody, gives somebody a background right. and something like yeah, yeah. Falcon Winter Soldier. At this point, I think we're just speculating, <laughs> and I don't think we're legally allowed to speculate longer than four okay. or five minutes without beer <laughs> in our hands. 
Um, so we'll leave it at this. Um, Phil, any closing thoughts on the show or anything else that I did? Uh, there were a couple of cool, neat little things. Um, I noticed the, I'm trying to get to where my notes were. Um, but like even the building, it was black, but it had those golden ribbons through it. And mm-hmm. so that looked like his, uh, time. Piece exactly. Thing yeah. On his hand. It but it style. reminded me yep. and other people have said this too, but uh, I hope I pronounce this right. But it's the Japanese art of Kintsugi which is you, you broken pottery, you fix it with gold because you're trying to highlight the imperfections. Oh, I've seen that. So yeah. I don't know if there's something, I'm assuming that was done on purpose, right? So that the idea of that he was embracing the imperfections and, and trying to mend it in a glorious way. Look at you getting all and then the other on me. That's why, that's why you're and the other one uh, on the show. It really struck me at the beginning when they, we first met Kang that he was eating an apple. It seems so like kind of ordinary. But it reminded me of mm-hmm. um, Doctor Strange when he first got the Time Stone, where he made the apple go forward and back in time from being eaten to being whole again. And then also somebody else brought up the whole idea, like, okay, it's Kang with an apple, and then there's like man and woman. How it's almost like the apple represents wisdom, and the snake tempting Eve oh. with the apple. So but- was that a lie that she, he was tempting her with? But he was. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe it's reading too much into it, but Man, I know, add I know, twenty so. more minutes on this show. I don't know. That's interesting, but I, I don't. I don't have yeah. enough. To so really I think it drop it on that. It's yeah. interesting. But other than that, I think I really enjoyed the show. I think it did just the main thing the show did was just to set up like Phase Four, right? Like it just kind of changed the playing board almost. Uh, oh my gosh! So yes. I think you know, as you know, I probably I don't know if we want to discuss which of the shows we like the best, but I think this had the most sort of meaning in kind of just setting forward moving things forward right the only reason somebody could say they like wandavision better was just because it was such yeah. a unique way mm-hmm. to tell a story because the decades of the tv and all this stuff that was really fun and kept people guessing i think loki by far had the biggest yeah. impact um to me had better sets better music um better costume design me well yeah you know i'll go with that because i love the whole aesthetic of the show um and it had the most satisfying yeah. like payoff, right? It was Agatha all along. It was cute. And it was great. But all it did was just bridge the gap between old Wanda yeah. and the Scarlet Witch, right? So it set her up. And then everything that happened was almost useless other than introducing Agatha, which was sure yeah, she's coming back pop again. up again somewhere. But nothing as impactful as Loki. Loki, I thought, was yeah. just amazing. It had you know, I, I can't say it had better actors in it, but, I mean, we had oh, Wilson, we had um, uh, Hiddleston, and we had... Um, Jonathan Majors, and all the actors. Everybody's were, amazing. Yeah, it was, just, it was crazy. So I have to say Loki's my favorite. I think, you're just I think I'm sticking with WandaVision as a standalone show, but I fully agree with what you're saying, that I, it was Loki was more impactful and more meaningful, and it definitely had a more satisfying conclusion there it wasn't a uh ralph wasn't a ralph yes. boner at the end so <laughs> well now they're gonna I keep me guessing because you got one where you didn't get what you wanted and I'm, I, I my camera's just showing me, but I'm holding <laughs> one thing on my hand over here uh and then you've got this episode where you got your king but you didn't get the king you yeah. wanted which I thought was excellent the way they did that. It's like, it's King. Oh, and then he died. Oh, but it's not the real King. That yeah, we're but it's just a King. It's not the, the main King. Or like, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, and I, and I think the, I think the, um, the pulled yes. it off brilliantly with his acting and his nonchalance and all this other stuff. Okay. So we're going to cancel. We're going to stop <laughs> right now. We appreciate you guys listening. Make sure you subscribe and like, and Phil, I think in the next couple of weeks, we have to figure out 
an extra show during the week where there's like 20 minutes of us yelling <laughs> at each other or something. We'll pick, pick something to fight about during the week just so we can have a bonus episode. We'll, we'll think of okay. something to do. Um, I don't think we should do a top five list of something. I think there's enough people like top five thing. And then we run out of <laughs> ideas after three shows. We're like, ugh. Then, then the show goes off the rails. So we'll see. I mean, we could even do, I think, like, Jungle Cruise comes out soon, right? We could do a review of that or something. We'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. We could do some reviews and stuff. Like that. Yes, we will. That being said, guys, have a great day, great night. And if you're listening to this on the podcast, make sure you give us a five-star rating on iTunes if you don't mind. And if you're watching us on YouTube, make sure you subscribe and like and help us out on that form. Or if you are doing that, do the reverse and help yes. us out both ways. Why not? It takes two seconds to subscribe and like on YouTube. Everybody's got a YouTube account. I don't care who you are. You definitely <laughs> probably have do. multiple. That's like it. us on all of them. Find your kids. Like us on That's your it. kids' That's account. It. Everything. <laughs> Force them. <laughs> Offer them a cookie if they make fake accounts. Keep <laughs> don't do that. No, that's not. That's not no, that's that's unethical. Anyway, guys, have a good one, Take care, and everyone. we'll see you next time. Take care, everybody.